Hello and welcome back to the Breath of Rebellion podcast. You have two Haley's with you on this episode. Haley me, Haley Nichol, and Haley Dixon is my friend and guest tonight. Haley, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you. I'm excited. Um, so we wanted to come on this podcast because we have become kind of fast friends, weirdly enough, <laughs> and there's a whole story behind that too. Um but I think I just want to preface this by saying, like, this interaction with Haley is probably, I think, my first experience with someone I've interacted with in prior lives. Like, the people that I'm running into lately, her and a couple other people that you will maybe hear on the podcast. <laughs> um, but, yeah, welcome to the podcast. Haley. <laughs> Haley one and Haley two. Yes. Um, what do you want to talk about? Oh, I feel like now we have to tell... The story. Like, I feel like we okay. start to how we got here. Yes. With this podcast, kind of. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'll open it up. You lead. So, Haley came to a meditation <laughs> class of mine, which scared the shit out of me. Am I allowed to cuss on this? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I was following Haley on Instagram and I was like, oh my God. She knows what's up. I want to learn from her. This is going to be amazing. Like, really, like, seriously look up to you and still do. And then you RSVP'd to come to this meditation class. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, my God. She is going to be... She does not need to come to my meditation class. (laughs) She can meditate. Um, So I was really nervous. Uh, But you came and we had the class, whatever. And then a couple days later, Haley did a podcast about... (laughs) um, like donation based yoga and meditation classes, which mine so happened to be. <laughs> so then I heard that and I was like, wow, I fucked up. Like this person oh. that was like, you know, really excited to get to know and learn from. I ruined oh. it. I ruined it. They hated my. Yeah. I was like, man, I, I just ruined it. But um, it turns out I didn't. No, so. no, you didn't. And so. Let's all start, I'll share from my, my perspective around that same timeline. Um, so, you know, my name is Haley. I am a meditation teacher. I um, consider myself to have an edge, and I don't mean that to be an egoic statement. But, you know, I sometimes pride myself in being, you know, not going with the norm, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then all, all of a sudden, Haley Dixon... Who I have barely known. I knew she owned Brightside Kitchen. Yeah. Right. Um, but you, you, you had that restaurant when I wasn't in town. Mm-hmm. I didn't when I didn't live here. When I was living up north. Um, so then all of a sudden, there's now um, these meditation pop ups for donation, and we'll get into my donation thing. But from a teacher named Haley, who's a meditation teacher who is with an edge, and I was like, oh my god, and I found myself getting triggered. Honestly, I did. I found myself feeling in lack. I mean, and this is like something that is very human and normal, but people don't tend to talk about. And I didn't talk about this at the time, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's a level of shame too in this, you know, in the space where it's like, why shouldn't be triggered or I shouldn't feel this way. There's enough to go around, right? Like the world needs more meditation teachers. Conscious mind knows this, but subconscious conditioned small Haley is like, (gasps) 
Yeah. I'm not cool anymore. <laughs> I'm not like a good teacher that, you know, this very existence means something negative for me. Right. Mm-hmm. So honestly, the reason I went to the class was to humanize this is because like the mind just creates these like really elaborate stories and they're just not real. Yeah. So I went to the class. It was great. Um, and then that podcast came out. So, so a little bit like if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably already heard that episode. I would think, um, if you haven't, you can check it out, but donation thing, that's been a thing for me since I come, came back from India. Yeah. So donation had always been kind of a sore spot for me because I really wanted to serve in that space and, um, donation and traditionally what yoga and meditation teachers get paid is shit. It's not livable. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I had, <laughs> <laughs> the timing was real interesting. Um, so yeah, I put that out and then, you know, like a pussy didn't ever even say anything or we never even had a conversation yeah. about it. It just was that, that was it. Mm-hmm. It's funny cause I thought about messaging you to like tell you like my viewpoint on it and I was mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter she knows my viewpoint on it so I just I just kept on keep it on but <clears throat> it's funny because like I I was doing it meditation based because I just finished this this like little training right and I was curious if this teaching space was something that I was interested in mm-hmm. so it's like a, a dipping my toes in the water you know what mm-hmm. I mean like just to see how I feel in that capacity um I loved it so I'm learning more but mm-hmm. <laughs> um I won't operate solely as a donation-based entity <laughs> in the future. <laughs> but oh, my God. It was so funny. But then we ended up in this book club, mm-hmm. the same book club, and I am getting to the meeting that day, and I see that Haley is there, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> is this going to be weird, or is this not going to be weird? I don't know. And so everyone at the book club is, like, hugging, and it gets to, like, me and Haley standing next to each other, and I'm like, are we hugging? I don't know if we're hugging. Uh- where are we at in this? And then we were hugging. And then the whole, the whole book club was me trying to decide if I was hated or not. And like feeling awkward. So oh. awkward. Oh. But then we conversed a little bit outside of that. And we ended up getting coffee. And I was like, oh, shit. I really enjoy you as mm-hmm. a human. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it, was a, it, was an interesting, it was an interesting arc to this. Because it was kind of like... Me, you, and Kirby were pretending that none of us yeah. knew anything <laughs> else about the other. Like, um, and it came about because I had mentioned to Kirby how much I was enjoying getting to know you. You know, I was like, you know, you know, if I'm being really honest, Kirby, <laughs> this is like what happened, you know, was probably was it the summer? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, I, I went to one of Haley's meditation classes and then I ended up putting out this podcast a couple days later. He was like, well, if I'm being super honest, I've heard that podcast. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Like, yeah, we were dissecting it. Oh, for sure. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And so then Kirby and I had a whole conversation because, you know, sure. Like, of course that podcast comes from a little bit of a triggered place. Yeah. I mean. That's okay. That's okay. It's, I'm human. It, it happens. I think there's valid points for all of it. I for see sure. it now, right? Like, I'm mm-hmm. in a totally different space, and it's, you know, I've released the need for things <laughs> to be a certain way, you know, yeah. in the community and um, whatever. But I think the reason that we wanted to, like, talk about this, because there's so much healing in that space of, like, having these conversations. And this conversation could have even been had 
at that time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I could have said, like, hey, this triggers me. Like, do you want to have a conversation? You know, like, hi, self, Haley, would have been like, (laughs) hey, Haley, you should come on my podcast and let's talk about about this. (laughs) And Uh, now we're at the point where it's like, who cares? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. It's so funny. It, It was cool, though, to be able to have that conversation and to dig into that mm-hmm. it's really refreshing yes it's not I, I don't think a lot of people would mm-hmm. be willing to be either of us in that role right so it was it was cool to to talk that out and then you're like mm-hmm. oh shit I love you yeah. <laughs> yeah well to have this level of honesty is is refreshing you know yeah um like who who are you being 100% honest with in your community like Aubrey Marcus's podcast, that ultimate question, mm-hmm. like, who would you let read your journal? Your, like, deepest, darkest, dirtiest of secrets. Do you have someone like that yeah. that really knows you and your shadowy parts and your your dark triggers? Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side, like, are you surrounding yourself with people where you feel safe enough to share, like, hey, I'm feeling this way right now. Yeah. Can you talk about it? And to be seen and acknowledged for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and cause you know, this, the dismissal, like, well, that's your trigger. It's your trigger. You got to deal with that shit. Um, so yeah, there's a, a lot of healing in having that conversation. And then even when we were having that conversation, cause we had this conversation, I had this conversation with Kirby and then I immediately voice noted you <laughs> because I was like, okay, let's just, let's just get it out there. Um, and then we're having this conversation and then we're talking about the fact that we're having the conversation. We're like, oh wow. Yeah. This is like really cool that we can have this conversation as adults mm-hmm. coming from a place where like we were probably triggering each other, you know, yeah. you know, without even having the conversation. It didn't even really feel uncomfortable either. It was just like, no. oh, good. Look at Mm-mm. us airing this out. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I don't think there's any, neither one of us is projecting a certain need onto the other person to be a certain way. Yeah. Right. It's just like, oh, cool. Yeah. Great. Refreshing. <laughs> yes. Right. Yep. Like, this is where I was then. This is where I am now. Mm -hmm. This is where you are then. This is where you are now. Yeah. Great. Let's keep going. (laughs) And then you kind of wonder, too. It's like that, you know, like, like, you know, the the trigger, like, the energy influx. Mm -hmm. It's like, is that the universe just conspiring a little bit? Like, (laughs) like these, like, like, poles that are repelling each other at first, Mm -hmm. right? And then, you know, this, like, shift in perspective, you know, perspective, and then they become more magnetic right yeah. versus repelling i don't know maybe that metaphor is stupid no <laughs> it's good don't be so hard on yourself <laughs> it is good and i appreciate the ability to like have this conversation that's why we wanted to talk about it publicly yeah you know Just more people should be able to approach things like this i think yeah i don't it's there's not a lot of people though that i've met that i did like you mentioned feel safe mm-hmm. like approaching things like this mm-hmm. um just because I feel like you're like an all my cards are on the table kind of person, mm-hmm. and I try to be that person too, so it yeah. just works really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, I think those types of people work well together. Yeah. And we tend to get labeled as like intense, right? Because <laughs> we're laying it out. We're like, oh, you're too intense. You're showing me too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. So it's like, no, I don't need to like be around people that say I'm too much. I need to find the other people that are like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I like that. I like that intensity. I like laying it all out. It's so transparent. Yeah. It's so free. It's interesting about like the, the intensity. Cause I feel like in person, I'm good at laying things all out. What I'm, 
I'm thinking more about lately is like how I show up. I know social media is stupid, right? But we're on it. Mm-hmm. And I noticed like censoring myself there, like censoring that intensity. Mm. So I'm trying to tiptoe into, which is ridiculous because it's not for my own comfort. It's for other people's comfort, which mm. is really mm-hmm. none of my business, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like what other people think of me is none of my business. It is none of your business, but we've been very conditioned to, you know, I mean, it's crippling for some people. I mean, it's not just self-censoring. It's like self-censoring your life. Mm -hmm. People are like staying in certain life choices because they are scared of making other people uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, And fuck. I mean, there's so much suffering in that like limbo period. Mm -hmm. Um, I see it. I see it all the time. Mm -hmm. I see I've seen it in myself. Um, so yeah, holy shit. <laughs> I mean, I think something to even like expand upon too is this idea of community and like how challenging it can be to find community. I think that you and I wouldn't have connected like this even a year ago. No, definitely because not. both of us have been on pretty rapidly accelerated journeys mm-hmm. um as far as self-realization, getting to know who you are, taking better care of yourself. I mean, Haley is like half the person physically you know yeah. than you were a year ago and it's not just about the weight loss it's about things that yeah you've let go of and release so I don't know if you feel charmed to like share anything that's coming up for you yeah about your journey yeah about the last we can dig into the last year because I feel like that's most significant um the thing is where do you start <laughs> <laughs> I guess kind of the the real beginning of this change, like a lot of people, was when we had these lockdowns, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was like absorbed by my job. Like my identity was my job. Like I got up, I went to work, I went home, I worked on work, I went to bed, went back. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I got absorbed in it, um, which I had a tendency to do with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And this um, was with Brightside? Yeah, yeah, with Brightside. And before Brightside, too. Um, Brightside was sort of like a breaking out of that because it wasn't the norm of the restaurant industry, which mm-hmm. was, which is what I had been doing primarily. Um, but then we had this lockdown, and I was like, I was just home, you know what I mean? I was like, what do I even do here? Like, what do I even like to do? And I was like, do I, do I even like this work that I am giving Mm. all of myself to um and it turns out the answer was no (laughs) and so um but during that lockdown time I started um gardening with some friends of mine Kirby that we were talking Mm -hmm. about and I was always like really infatuated with nature growing up um but then when I dove into this like seven years of just workaholic I really lost that connection so this gardening and we were doing foraging and hiking um sort of like reconnected me to Mm. the earth and my surroundings I feel like is where this really begins because then I was spending more time outside again which was kind of helping me get back into myself um but then (laughs) it got a little bit weirder I stumbled upon um a plant medicine ceremony Mm. and um so I partook in that and um that is really what changed my life Mm -hmm. completely and just like slingshot me into this new path um of really getting to know myself and addressing the traumas that I had been holding on to um 
just like, yeah, dissecting the self really Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out what it is that I did like and who I was. Um, I don't know how deep to go in here because yeah. I feel like I could really talk forever. About oh, this. I mean, I'm 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 engaged. I'm like just like, mm-hmm. yep, I'm yeah. listening. Um, so I did this plant medicine ceremony. Um, it's called Five uh, MEO DMT, and um, kind of just like dissolved into the universe. Um, but what happens with that was that it it like removes this trauma stored in your body. Like we know that trauma is stored in your fashion and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, right? So this is like physically removing that trauma and just energetically aligning you and just, it was a huge physical and emotional reset and just completely shifted my perspective on everything. Um, Cause I was angry and I was sad Mm -hmm. and I was alcoholic Mm -hmm. literally. Um, And so this really, yeah, it was just a complete shift in perspective into looking on the bright side, like choosing that positivity and choosing myself and choosing to do the hard work to be myself, mm-hmm. um, to sort through all the shit that was holding me back from being like my, the authentic version of me. Yeah. Um, and so that, that whole was a lot deeper and with a lot more twists and turns than I could have <laughs> ever expected. Um, but I feel like I'm coming out of the hole now mm-hmm. and I'm learning a lot of things like thanks to that. Um, mm-hmm. It introduced me to a lot of new ways of thinking and a lot of new philosophies and um, understanding like the power that we have and um, like the gifts that we have and how to use them. Yeah. So, wow. Uh, yeah, and it was, it's been amazing. You said half the person is like this, it, I say physical and emotional reset because like physically lost like a lot of weight from it, but mm-hmm. I don't feel like, I think it's like this somatic release of mm-hmm. this junk that I was holding on to, right? Because mm-hmm. it was a, it was a hefty 27 years before I got to that moment right there, which is not yeah. a long period of time, but it was heavy. Yeah. It was a heavy yeah. it was a heavy go. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean all of that like repressed energy, stored trauma, stored it that's all it like mm-hmm. if what one of the biggest things I've gathered over the last few months and my own experimentations with, you know, self and altered states of consciousness. Yeah. Is that all of this is literally an energetic experience yes it's an experience of energy even just Haley and I sitting in this living room right now and um it's fascinating to me like looking at life through a totally different perspective Mm -hmm. and I think like that could be done in many ways like everybody's journey is going to look radically different when it comes to this but in reality the sort of like Progression. I don't even want to say the end point because there's like no end point. Really, there isn't. It's just a constant awakening, right? Mm -hmm. But it's always to be moving in that direction of deeper realization of yourself. And like the reason most, I mean, this is a tough time on people, dude. Like, I mean, with the last two years, the culture and political climate, social media, um, societal pressures, like people are crumbling. 
yeah crumbling because nobody has taken not not nobody people are yeah but i mean for the most part we're not exactly growing up in super conscious households no. where there our parents were concerned consumed with um well-being of like what we're putting in our bodies what we're watching on tv what books we're reading the people we're surrounding ourselves with are we spending time doing the things we actually enjoy are we allowed to even do things that we enjoy um so there's like an epidemic right now. I mean, obviously there's a fucking pandemic, but there's an epidemic of like a loss of meaning. Yes. Like people don't, mm-hmm. they don't feel fucking good in their lives. They're in jobs they don't like and marriages they hate in cities they don't want to live in, you know, and everyone's feeling stuck. Yep. Stuck. Yeah. It, it is. It's intense. Mm-hmm. It's intense. Mm-hmm. And it, it's been really interesting to hear a lot of people's stories through this time and how it's like the breaking point for a lot of people mm-hmm. and they're like searching for alternative healing things like I did and like it's cool because I feel like it's this huge shift right but it sucks that <laughs> this is how we got to the shift mm-hmm. does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah well yeah I mean, um but I agree there's like it's hard for people right mm-hmm. now it is hard for people right now, but something that I always remind myself of is that resistance is strongest right before the quantum leap. Like, it is the nature of the universe for challenge to exist in order to push us in the direction of growth. Like, Absolutely. even in astrology, when we talk about the, the most challenging houses, right, where we see challenge, they're also the most deeply spiritual houses, you know, people that tend to have a lot of challenge in their life have opportunity for deep spiritual realization because those challenges are what really push us in that direction. So really it is sort of a mind frame shift of like looking at challenge or struggle or resistance as major opportunity for growth. Because mm-hmm. if you're sitting pretty, you know, and everything feels super good all the time, well, great, you know, good. Like enjoy that for that moment. But when things get shitty, we don't have to take that to mean we're doing something wrong. Yeah. We just need to take that to mean like this is our chance to up level. Mm-hmm. Like how do I approach this situation differently? How do I make a different decision? Um, hmm. But kind of where I was going with that is that like <laughs> all paths lead sort of to the same place. Yeah. Right? Of like a deeper knowledge of self. But there's so many different routes you can take to get there. Absolutely. Um, I mean plant medicine is definitely psychedelics are having their moment they're starting to come into the forefront of a really potent healing modality yeah it's amazing all the like studies coming out that people Mm -hmm. are doing like the psilocybin studies the mdma studies the it it's insane Mm -hmm. it's incredible i'm excited to see and more and more places are like legalizing it. I think I mm-hmm. saw just today Canada legalized like um, psilocybin and MDMA for mm-hmm. Thera- um, for therapeutic yeah I think. for therapeutic uses. Like, it's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just like circle back to these gifts from nature mm-hmm. to like. And when yes. you think about like most, so like the majority of the plant medicines that you know, maybe we'll even end up talking about more on this podcast, but these, the psychedelics, mm-hmm. like changing your state of consciousness yes. is super important. 
along a spiritual path. Like it is part of the recipe. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily plant medicine has to be part of that recipe. No. But having an altered state of consciousness or a mystical experience or an experience of God, mm-hmm. it is absolutely necessary. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to keep growing because you have to remember, mm-hmm. right? You have to remember your boundless nature. You have to remember your timeless yeah. self. Um, that dissolution of mm-hmm. this. The identity. The self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's powerful. It is really powerful. And even just through like breath, like this like mm-hmm. cosmic breath that you've been showing me, every single time it blows my mind because I'm like, I feel... Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to explain it. I'm, str- I'm struggling with words today. Articulation is difficult. Words are super hard in this space because... We're having the experience in an altered state of consciousness, mm-hmm. and then we exit that altered state of consciousness, and then we're trying to find a vocabulary yeah. that doesn't necessarily exist in that altered state of consciousness. You know yes. What I mean? it's, it's tricky. <laughs> it's tricky. Um, I'm just, I just turned my heat off. Hopefully that won't <laughs> pick up. But, yeah, altered states of consciousness. And I think that... This is what so many of us are seeking mm-hmm. in substance abuse is yes. we're seeking a mystical experience, but it's manifesting as an escape route because mm-hmm. we're so, instead of like something you're actively seeking out, you're more like trying to escape something. For sure. Um, but that drive, like when I first got to India and I was having these really deep mystical experiences mm-hmm. and what I now know was DMT releases. Mm -hmm. Now I know, right? Like, I was like, oh, that was happening. Um, But I... It's it's Mm awe-inspiring, right? Like, I don't know. I mean, I get kind of lost in thought when I think about some of the powerful experiences I had over there. Um, And this sort of deeply emotional, spiritual, like, unexplainable experience yeah of this like oceanic boundlessness like where you could actually in an altered state of consciousness revisit a prior memory Mm -hmm. and rewrite the memory yes you can it's like you're watching it happen and you're like oh i'm seeing it from a different perspective now so you know and i've said like no you can't change your past you can't change what happened to you but all your past is is a relationship to a memory right Mm -hmm. and that you can change Deciding the narrative. Mm-hmm. Of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it takes like a, you know, this is not, this is not easy work and it's no. much easier to just sit and conceptualize it than yeah. it is to like get your... This wonderful new perspective I have was not all sunshine <laughs> and rainbows along the way. It was a lot no. of really dark, sad days. Yeah. But understanding that, that like sorting through that darkness was going to ultimately lead to this growth. Mm-hmm. Um and we're not done sorting through that either. I still got no some junk to sort through, and mm-hmm. I, I think I'll always have some junk. I don't think you can get to this, like, healed state, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think you're always going to be working through stuff while you're here. So I yes. guess we just keep on going. We're just going to buckle up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just, like, keeping back, peeling back the layer. Yeah. Um, you know, and, like, even going back to the earlier conversation about triggers, like, it's, it's tough for me to admit that I still get triggered. Because of the role I've been, you know, I've been serving, Mm -hmm. you know, people in this community and holding space and um, 
offering spiritual coaching and guidance and breath work and meditation, whatever. And so, you know, it's tough to sit here and be like, yeah, you fucking triggered me because it feels like there's sort of like a level of shame behind that. You know what I mean? Like there's like guilt, like, oh, I should be better than that. But I just reminding people that like your growth isn't determined by the absence of triggers Mm -hmm. at all. Your growth is determined with how you choose to handle and work through that trigger. Um, And that shit can take a long time. Yep. All about the response. Mm. And just observing it. Mm -hmm. I I really enjoy like watching myself in these scenarios. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. what are you doing down there, Dixon? How Mm -hmm. are you going (laughs) to like... How are you going to navigate this one? Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Like, <laughs> hmm. Right where the mind goes. Yeah, see what you did there? Mm-hmm. That seemed old and icky. Probably mm-hmm. should have had a different approach to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely have that conversation with myself sometimes. Well, and it's really fascinating to have conversations because I've talked, you know, a decent amount of people to meditate. Mm-hmm. And first of all, everybody comes in with incorrect expectations. Yeah. Everyone, right? When are my thoughts going to go away? When am I going to start having these thoughts? When am I going to, and then, and then even as we get down the path, you know, like maybe six months in, it's not, when are my thoughts going to stop? It's like, when are my thoughts going to get better? Mm-hmm. Like, why are the thoughts still like this? And so it's like, it's not the thought that's inherently bad at all. No. You know what I mean? It's literally just a fucking cloud, but the human and you know, we can even dive into like the four parts of the mind and yogic theory, but Ooh. like we generate so much meaning. Mm-hmm. I mean, so much meaning. Yes. You know, I wish I would have reviewed my notes a little bit so I could like talk about the four things of the mind, but you know, I, um, but humans out of all of, you know, the animal kingdom, we have this really crazy ability to drive ourselves insane mentally. Okay. There's no other animal. Yeah. I had (laughs) crippling OCD. Like it was bad. Like I was having panic attacks all the time. Like ridiculous rituals to leave my house that I was stuck in mm-hmm. and I, I don't know how well I do know how um but through those like plant medicines and meditation it I have minimized all that there's rarely a day where I, I have to triple check the freaking lock or mm-hmm. unplug all the things or just get it was a lot of like ruminating too just getting stuck in a loop of thoughts um and it, I I don't want to say that that never like I never feel those those symptoms anymore but it is few and far between these mm. days as opposed to sometimes not being able to leave the house because I was so stuck in my in my loop. Wow. It's, it's been very freeing. Very wow. freeing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's the beauty of all of this work. That's all rooted in consciousness state. Yes. Right? Exactly. Like, I know people, I know maybe even somebody listening is like, oh my God, I'm talking about consciousness state again, or talking about Kundalini. Like, it's, <laughs> it is like literally everything. Mm-hmm. You think about like watching this world, like witnessing, just observing everything. Pretend you're looking through a lens. Mm-hmm. Okay. That lens is your mind. It is your consciousness state and it is always there. Yes. Yet we have no, most people like, and we're getting there now, like, right? Like getting more and more people interested in meditation and breath work, um, somatics, movement, body work, getting people more into actual self-care instead of the like 
what society says is self care. A face mask yeah. and, a, and a, yeah. a glass of I mean, wine. I mean, I like a fucking face mask, but <laughs> yes. but like that's really not going to help me like quit my job that I hate or yeah. you know what I mean. Um, and it's really wild the level of resistance people have to this work. And I think some people do come to plant medicine hoping to bypass. You know what yeah, I mean? No. <laughs> some of this work because I don't think what people, you know, even I didn't really truly realize until some more intense psychedelic experiences was the level of integration. And it's like what you do with it. Your yeah. channel gets blown open. You receive all this information. But if you don't process it and integrate it, mm-hmm. put yourself back together. Yep. It's a little overwhelming mm-hmm. sometimes for sure. That's why it's like really important if you are going to experience any plant medicines to like have a support network mm-hmm. and have a, an integration plan for sure. Luckily now there's a lot of integration coaches mm-hmm. for that. Um, even locally there's some awesome integration coaches. Yeah. So um, I feel like that makes it more accessible to people mm-hmm. and just that it's um, more accepted by you know society as, uh, in general right now. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool to see more and more people um, leaning into these alternative modalities and not just the plant medicines um but i know more and more people are like you know learning breath work and more and more people who are meditating just like you said Mm -hmm. and i don't think it's just because i got my foot in the door of this little community now i think people from all parts of my life are kind of getting pulled into Mm -hmm. that and it's pretty incredible yeah i mean and that's why like (laughs) If we could, I know it sounds selfish, but it's like, if you could all just focus on yourself a little bit more yeah, and stop focusing on what everyone else around you is doing. Mm-hmm. And I have a problem with people that point fingers at anyone for anything. I really do. Unless they're pointing the finger right back at themselves all the time. But your own healing, right, is the greatest gift. Yeah. It is of like extreme importance and extreme influence without you even knowing it consciously because as you heal this is all an energetic experience Mm -hmm. right it's all an energetic experience so as you heal and you become more like the value of your energy and light increases you become a beacon people are like what are you doing why are you glowing you know they ask you questions Mm -hmm. you change so much what are you doing differently because then people you become proof yeah you become just a walking example Exactly. That was really validating on this path, too, when people started being like, hey, you are different. What's happening? Mm-hmm. And to be able to tell them about that and, and sometimes help them figure out how to have a meditation practice for their own mm-hmm. was really cool. Yeah. I always I love the saying, it's like, the best thing you can do for me is be the best version of yourself. And the best thing I can do for you is be the yeah. best version of myself. Because it's just so true. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I love it. It is true. And... I feel this, you know, this like revolution is coming. Absolutely. Because it spreads exponentially. Like even when I think about, um, I mean, when I came back from India, like I didn't even really know anyone who meditated, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't know anyone who meditated. That's crazy. And then, you know, it was like inner space and starting to teach there and getting, you know, and so it's just like this slow rollout, but it doesn't have to be like, if, so if you're listening to this podcast and you, you know, are like, oh my gosh, like I didn't know this existed, this community of like people who are um, exploring their states of consciousness and, mm-hmm. you know, working with meditation and deeper breath work and more energetics, like it's happening in this community everywhere. And I think, you know, we're going to continue, continue to see major change 
in the specific community of Des Moines. Yeah. Um, more and more people in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. Like, even the fact that, like, inner space and places like Sacred Health mm-hmm. that exist here is incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've got a ton of, like, yoga studios now. And people, I feel like that's a good, like, foot in the door for people, right? Mm-hmm. Accessible. Maybe it'll help them roll a little further down the path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like... I mean, when I think about, like, some of the first yoga classes I went to and I think about where I was and what had created so much resistance for so long was, like, being new at something. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, being the new person. It's, it fucking sucks, dude. Yeah. No, everybody's a newbie at something. And, like, teaching breath work, I have new people in every class, right? Mm-hmm. And I always acknowledge them <laughs> for showing up because it takes a lot to get outside your comfort zone, especially on a growth path. Because you tend to put everyone else above you. And that's something that I've really noticed since my last journey was like, wow, I have this really uncanny way of making everyone else seem more important than me Mm -hmm. or um, smarter or more successful or more knowledgeable. And I am just like, oh, my mind is just constantly quantifying things and putting me just a little bit below everybody else in the room, right? Yep. Like, wow, isn't that fascinating? Those tricky little people brains we have. Fucking (laughs) elves, like, pulling fucking strings back there. and Like, anyway. (laughs) Um, But yes, so if there's anyone listening, like, feeling, you know, like, you do feel stuck in your life, or you're wanting a change, or you're wanting a shift, um, I give you permission and invite you to, like, come to something in the community. There are community circles, like Amy Putney's doing meditation recovery meetings on Wednesday nights. If you've been experimenting with sobriety in any way or exploring your relationship with substance, that's Mm -hmm. an amazingly supportive group of people. You don't have to be sober. You don't don't have to be anything. It's not related to AA or the 12 steps. It is literally just a space for people to meditate and talk and connect about maybe their relationship with substance, maybe their relationship with their dog, whatever. Um, there's men's group on Monday nights at Inner Space. Men's group. <laughs> That's a whole nother topic. That's cool. Needing healing spaces for men in this community. Um, what else? There's some... Look at Sacred Health and Inner Space's calendar. Yeah. Okay, because these are sort of our more spiritual hubs in town. Unity Church, Deb Jennings does some amazing gong baths. Um, at Unity. Yeah, it's a constant stream of cool stuff going on right now. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to keep growing and growing and growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's really, like, I don't know, even for me, like, personally in 2022, like, I I want to be more involved in community. Like, I yes. want to meet more people and expand and m- really more in, like, these, like, deeper experiences, yes. right? You know? Um, Retreat-style settings. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm, I'm excited for that this year too. Just um, starting to get to know some more people in this community has been has been really cool and mm-hmm. I'm excited to start maybe like opening up some of the things I have to offer mm. to them. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm getting more and more comfortable mm-hmm. in who I am and what I want to do and yeah, I'm, I'm excited to throw mm. it all out there over the next ew, year. Ew. I know. Let's, let's talk about, let's like I know this could take us a while to like end, but um, okay. this topic is coming up for me. And I think it would be really cool to, if you're cool with it, mm-hmm. to just talk about our year in review. Talk about your 2021 year. Say a few words. Okay. 
And then I'll say some about mine, and then we'll head into 2022. Say a few words. Yeah. What like, was your themes of 2021? Or what was the biggest lesson you learned? Or what was the biggest takeaway from 2021? Phew. Yeah, right? Like, nothing like just, like, throwing you wow. on the spot here. It was a really big year for me. It was a huge year. I think anyone who knows me would agree that I just did a complete 180. Mm-hmm. Last year, I like, I got stopped drinking alcohol. And, like, oh, man. I think I'm going to pick three words. Yeah. <sighs> okay, um... I want to pick self-expression because mm. that was a big theme for me all year is like learning how to feel good expressing myself. Um, and I feel like I'm really stepping into that now. Um, so I guess maybe that sort of counts towards this year, but I'm going to go with it. Um, I'm going to say shadow work because mm. I got down into the depths of me, like sat in the bottom <laughs> of the pit of Haley and really like, shuffled through and organized down there. We did some house cleaning. (laughs) Um, And I know it's cliche, but I'm going to say growth because, like, I just really feel, like, expanded tremendously over the last year. Shit. (laughs) What's your 2021? Let me hear it. Um... You know, I was kind of sharing this earlier with you. 2021 was um, it was also a big year for me in a different way. You know, mm-hmm. like 2021, it feels like it was the first real year that I had um, because, you know, I quit my job in 2019. Um, I kind of, you know, fucked around the rest of that year, did, you know, my coaching certs, mm-hmm. spent some time by myself, like, <laughs> you know discovering in 2020 I mean and I don't even know if I've really shared this publicly I mean I was on unemployment the whole year so I really didn't have a whole lot of incentive to like really drive or create something for myself it was more like oh I'm gonna dip my toe in and um learn how to teach online and you know see what gets created and then 2021 was a blast off for me like it was like okay like I'm here to serve how can I create sustainability in that Mm -hmm. like I need to get I'm a single mom I got to get my bills paid so some of the words for 2021 and I'm not saying these are super positive by any means hustle is the word that comes to mind is because I worked really hard and I'm sure this will probably come up in more of my content because there was a lot of lessons that I learned in 2021 mm-hmm. around boundaries um, and around like managing my own energy mm-hmm. um, and my resources, you know, this like ingoing versus outgoing, this exchange type relationship. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's all I'll say about 2021. Ugh. Okay, so, so good. Yes, what do you, what do you like, what's, what's coming up in 2022 for you? What kind of like energy? I I feel like the self-expression carries over into this 2022 because I want to start um, like putting more of my art and like writing out into the universe just to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, whew, man. Um, I want to say I want to say energy work. Mm-hmm. I want like I really. Um, been doing a lot of work like understanding what I can do with this mm-hmm. uh, energy flowing through this skin suit and um even this I'm in a, a Reiki a certification mm-hmm. currently and um I feel like 
this 12 weeks of this is really just gonna propel me into a new stage with that because um, I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident about it which is maybe a little ego-y, but I am. I'm feeling confident about it. I'm excited to like deepen my relationship with this practice and then be able to offer it to people. That's a really big goal of mine mm-hmm. over the next year is to get to a place with it where I feel like I can offer it to people and it can be something good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm excited about that. Um, man, those are kind of my two main goals mm-hmm. for this year. And just to stay active and just keep showing up I, I like saying just like show up however you are wherever you are mm-hmm. um yeah and so my goal is to just keep being I feel like I have stepped into this authentic version of myself and I want to just keep showing up that way I don't want to wear any more different Haley suits mm. um I want to just keep showing up like this amazing so. mm. That's what That's I'm good. feeling. I love, I love, and I'll just like, I feel like I have to add some commentary, hair color commentary, because um, <laughs> I, I really admire your arc there, right? Like, it's not like you were like, oh, I want to be a Reiki practitioner. What do I need to do to do that, mm-hmm. right? It was more like I discovered my own gifts and talents and realized that this is something. Yeah. And how can I deepen my relationship with this? I love that. And I like, (laughs) and I, and it's not like I need to control how other people's journeys go or what that like to me is the true definition of like living Dharma, right? Mm. It's like you're allowing it to flow through you instead of projecting and dictating what it needs to look like. And I truly try, like, I don't like try, but like in, in my role as a space holder, like I really try and present that option to people as like, you don't have to force anything. You Mm -hmm. don't have to figure it out. All you have to do is get to know yourself more. Yeah. And things start to unfold. It's not even like taking the easy way out. It's just the only way out because if you make a decision about what you want to do for your career, how you want to create sustainable living for yourself based on what you think other people want or what you, your ego thinks sounds good, yeah. you're just going to create more suffering. Yeah, It's nope. going to be this like endless loop. So there's the whole diatribe of that, but um, <laughs> it doesn't, you don't choose your dharma. You don't look at a menu and pick it. It's not how it works. <laughs> It comes to you naturally the yeah. more you get to know yourself. So I just want to adm- admire and acknowledge you for that. Well, it's, thank you. It's so organic and beautiful and like that's just such a really great example of how <sighs> that shit should flow through you. Anyway. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, 2022 for me, I um, the word expansion just really comes mm. into mind um, for me. I use that word a lot, but I'm really feeling that for 2022. Um, it's a good word. I know astrologically what my year looks like and it's the year where I step in. Like it's like full value and I can already feel that energy coming. Um, I'm, I already been experiencing some things, um, some challenging things that I'm sure I don't know if we'll come out before or after this podcast. <laughs> um, I'm already experiencing some things that are sort of like forcing me to confront how solid I am in myself. Right, like, how how much more can I let go of the need to be liked by everyone? How mm-hmm. much more solid can I just stand in who I am and what I know and 
what I know to be true and my felt experience and yeah, really like harnessing my ability to fucking show up in this world and not for anybody else. Yeah. I don't, I don't do any of this for, Mm -hmm. for anyone else. Like I do this for the good of yeah. everything because it feels good for me and it feels good for the for the other person to hold space and we create this like healing environment together um it's really beautiful so yeah dude i want more events in 2022 i want more <laughs> dancing so if you're listening to this and you have not come to a cosmic breath and dance or a flow state event or something where we dance and breathe please come <laughs> it is fun yes i only do these events because i love them and because i want to do them if someone else were to make the event, I would go to it. <laughs> Please come. They're so much fun. All I want to do is dance. All I want to do is dance and have fun in 2022. Good. It's going to be a great year. It's going to happen. Expansion and dancing. Expansion and dancing. All right. Amazing. Well, Haley, thank you. Thank you. I think well, this will be the first of many more to come because we could have branched off into quite a few. It's just going to get weirder from here. So <laughs> That is the 2022 <laughs> affirmation in Kirby's voice. It's only going to get more weird from here. <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening. Haley, thanks for being here. Thank you. We'll see you next time. <laughs>